If you do this for me, you will be a made man. Are you working? Yeah, I have a kind of work for you. My team is a rush. Sheila Flawless, the synopsis as we go into the top. And really, there is no other option. Opposition start tripping. I laugh. They even try to top this. Embarrass competition like women caught in public topless. Toxic flows. I lock in low. Blow minds explode. No crimes patrol. Just fights and codes. Get broken by those that's supposed to be your bros. Blood is mud because loyalty is gold. Rolling OGs get blown. Garden growth bringing the heat like the streets is stoked. Resurrecting real tracks just to kill this beat that's old. Unleashing beast mode. Saying T's and Royal C's get soaked. Bringing so much hot fire that I breathe out smoke. Believe in achieving, succeeding over demons. Trying to test me. Give me a reason to take away air you breathe in. Punch like what's in your teeth in. Confident, never conceded. I clock in that race of cheaters. Dashing and dodging policemen. Leaking ether out the speakers like a faucet. And taking flights to the cosmics. I'm breaking up all this bread. So I'm well fitting all my pockets. Instead of killing your conscience. We spreading important words like messages from ancient prophets. Stop it. Hold up and get a tighter grip of this. Still spitting lyrics sicker than syphilis. No businesses can stop the sickness from destroying phonies into increments. I'm on a higher stage, lighting up like a fireplace. Headed for the moon, it feels like my entire mind's erased. Pushing heavy place, weakling still on that minor weight. Sniper rifle flowing, working touch from many miles away. Yeah. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the two on one. Fancy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Mo, back for another offseason, kicking off the fifth season of the two-on-one Fancy Sports Pod. Ah, and I'm excited to be back with you guys here today. It's been a long, long season, and we're going to recap it here today with two great guests that I have. And before I get to them, let me make sure that I hit our sponsors. Make sure that you go check out Underdog Fantasy. The fancy football season may be over, but playoff best ball is going strong at Underdog Fantasy. Make sure when you sign up, use promo code UNDROPPABLE to get a 100% match on your deposit up to $100. As well as Analyst Depot, as you can see at the top here. Analyst Depot's got all the tools to help you be a great fantasy football analyst, and they're powering everything that we got going on here at the Undroppables. And yeah, the 2 on one Fancy Sports, another esteemed member of the Undroppables network of podcasts. <sighs> Season was long. It was crazy. It was full of parody. It was nuts. So let's talk about it. And first up on the show is the leader of the Wolf Pack, my former colleague at Downtown Rams, putting out nothing but fire content only who you can find on Twitter at real deal fantasy putting out all the great media content. I'm gonna let him talk about it all because it's everywhere. DLF Mayo media. What's up Laquan. Welcome to the get out here. Get out here. The two on one. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, Good bro. What's up with you, man? Glad to be here. Hey, man, I'm trying to be the producer and the talent, and so I'm just glad to get you on the show. What's going on, bro? Good, man. I'm glad to be here, man, and I'm filling the shirt, bro. I just got to tell you again, man, the, the loud shirts only, you know, I'm the, the leader of that. Hey, you can have your membership I'll, right here for you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I it, it was for you. Um, I definitely put this on. I was like, hey, LQ is going to be on the show. What am I going to wear? I'm using like a T-shirt. I'm like, nah, we got to go good. I got to put on the fresh shirt. <laughs> Loud shirts only, fire content only, because we're going to bring it today with LQ. So I had to do it for you, do it for you my man. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> so, you know, I know I I feel like I missed something. I feel like I missed, I, I hit DLF, Mayo Media, but where, where I, I see your content everywhere. Can you just give us the rundown of everywhere that you're at? 
I mean, I'm I'm back on TikTok. I just dropped the TikTok today. I mean, yes. I'm just trying to find a time to keep up with you, you know, keep up with guys like Troy, P2W Fantasy, Nick and stuff. So I'm trying to keep up with the content over there. But, man, YouTube, Real Deal Fantasy. Uh, I'm even on Facebook, you know. You can find me around there hanging out talking uh, fantasy football as well. So Real Deal Fantasy everywhere. Tumblr, MySpace, I'm probably there. Oh, damn. You on Tumblr still? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I, it's all good. <laughs> I just didn't know anyone still used it. Nah. <laughs> I don't even know nah, if you can go back on there. <laughs> hey, but real talk, though, uh, you're, you know, not to use a cliche, but grinding. I mean, for real, grinding content, putting it out everywhere. Like I said, we, we were riding together over at Downtown Rams for a little bit. I had a great time with the crew over there, putting out some content during the season. Um, and, and love what you're building over there with those guys and everywhere. Like I said, 32 bit too. I feel like I forgot that one too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just hustling. So thank you again for joining me for the show, but let's bring on our second guest too. Cause he's just sitting there waiting to bring some more fire content, but uh, <laughs> we let him wait. But speaking of TikToks, my other man on the TikTok there, uh, you can also find him on the mailbag show with football guys, all those Yahoo alerts that be hitting your notifications on your screen. I uh, love seeing that this season from him. Uh, he's the king of Thirsty Thursdays, and we're doing this show on Thursday live. So perfect. Of course, we had to bring him on. Of course, we had to do the show on Thursday. But you can find him on Twitter, at TKingMode. What's up, Troy King? Welcome to the two-on-one. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, y'all? I appreciate that intro, man. That was, that was some, <laughs> it's true, man. Thirsty Thursdays. You have me on Thirsty <laughs> Thursdays, man. It's, it's match made in heaven, man. I appreciate you having me on. It just seemed right, you know, like I know we didn't plan it that way and we definitely like moved some dates around. But once I realized I saw your tweet this morning, I was like, oh, it's it's a perfect day for Troy. It's Thursday, Thursday. Of course, man. Everything's yeah. better on Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, we got we got the thirst oh, and the fire. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, we were talking, you know, before we got on there, just, you know, how I appreciate you guys coming on, you know, making time. You guys are doing a bunch of stuff everywhere. Uh, Troy, again, did I miss anything? Because I know you're all over the place um, and, and doing a bunch of shows and pods and just guest appearances. But did I miss any of your written content? Um, uh, you no. crushing it on Yahoo Fantasy this year. Oh, I appreciate it, man. I'm not. I think you hit everything. Yeah. So, you know, it was really, really fun contributing to Yahoo in season. Fortunately, they don't, they, you don't, you know, they're not part of Dynasty yet. They need to get on Dynasty stuff, but you know, you <laughs> should hopefully you tell them, be Troy. back there. <laughs> yeah, they should hopefully be back there, you know, next season. You know, see my content there. And then you'll just be seeing my content on football guys. You know, I'll be doing the mailbag show, I'll be doing some articles. You can also find me on TikTok, Instagram. I'm not on Facebook, you ain't gonna find me there, but um, you'll find me at YouTube though. So if you just type in T King mode. I'm starting back up the YouTube this off season. Yeah, you know, I I do quick hitting videos. My stuff's like 10, 15 minutes long when I have a guest, like two minutes long when it's solo. So make sure y'all check it out and subscribe. But yeah, that's where y'all can find me. I love that. Yeah, the quick hitters are great, especially, you know, TikTok's been great for that. Um, you know, your your personal account and uh you're doing the stuff over at it's uh FBG News. Is that the yep. is that the actual yeah handle? Right. Uh, so all football guys news over there as well, dropping some great fire content. Uh yeah, so make sure you follow both these guys on, on all their social media platforms, which we'll make sure we hit at the end of the show so you don't forget. Ah, but again, 
welcome welcome to the two on one this is yeah. uh yeah again this is my first show this is fifth year for me so i'm pumped uh we got a bunch of things going on uh planned for this off season bunch of rookie stuff bunch of prospect stuff leading up to the nfl draft and of course the rookie draft because we are dynasty guys so you know Troy, if you want to like give Yahoo one more year, so like us Dynasty yeah, websites man, can like doing, keep man. pushing it. <laughs> they, they behind. We I gotta talk to them. <laughs> well, I know talking to Matt Harmy, he he really likes doing Dynasty. So you got another guy over there that's gonna push in. So you know, with more and more Dynasty players out there, I think it's gonna happen. But um, when it comes to redraft, I mean, Yahoo is still the king of redraft. Yeah. Uh, you know, sleepers giving them a run for their money, but I mean, I still play my home. I love on Yahoo. Yahoo, and not just because I'm contractually obligated to say that. But I actually really <laughs> do like <laughs> my Yahoo leads on that too. Hey, that's cool. If, as as many plugs as you want to do, I get money from it too. So go ahead, <laughs> uh, plug Yahoo. Whatever you guys got, I need all the help. Uh, but you know, I, I, yeah, I love Yahoo, um, and and I love the guys, uh, the content you guys are putting out. Like I said, um, you know, and and Troy speaking of one tweet, uh, one piece of content, I thought was a great you know starter for tonight, especially because we got LQ being a huge Rams fan, um, and and we had just had Kyler Murray. Uh, it looked that great against the Rams uh, in the last game. So, you know, Troy put out a tweet today, you know, talking about is it um, is it the players or the coaches, you know, or or is this, you know, are we seeing what Kyler really is? Is he that guy? I know, Troy, you're still you're still highly in on Kyler Murray. I am as well. But LQ, especially as a Rams fan and then as just from your fancy uh, standpoint, uh, what's your outlook on Kyler and, and how you're looking um, to end the season and going into next year? Uh, I, I feel like when you are in the hardest division in football and you're playing these guys twice a year, every year, they kind of figure you out. They kind of expose you or you end up exposing them. So I didn't really take much from Kyler. I'm not looking at him any lesser than I already you know, looked at him before. But it's the Rams, man. It's you got Leonard right. Ford, you got Aaron Donald. You got these guys coming full force at you. Von Miller. So like you can't really like take too much of what happened in the playoff game or even when the second time we played them in the regular season. Can't really take too much of it because we play these guys twice a year, every year. So I'm not going too hard on them about that. Kyler Murray's still top five, you know, fantasy quarterback next year. Yeah. And especially when you're looking at like dynasty rankings, everyone's when they look at like one game, so knee jerk reaction to like, oh, he had one game, he's yeah. off. You know, no D hop either. Like, what are we, what are we talking about? He doesn't have his best player on the offense. Right. When AJ Green and Christian Kirk end up being your top guys, <laughs> I mean, what, come are, we, on. I mean, what are we really talking about? Right. And, and guys like me have, a lot of hope for Rondell Moore, but it's like he's just not there yet. You know, it's not yeah. put on him on one year. He, he, he oh man, uh, I I kind of was like pushing for him at the back end of like you know the summer, but then I'm like I don't know, man, because he could be an Andy Isabella, just not white, just a little bit taller. But right. I feel like they both play the same role, and he didn't work out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I think next year if they can start to really kind of do the Tyreek Hill thing, like. Tyreek's first year they Even weren't Debo, really like, just try to get him involved in exactly like, and that first year is tough right and you mm -hmm. get to see you take you get to put a lot of things on tape you get to evaluate again and see and then actually create some things for him right and so yeah, slow it down for him right right yeah so yeah like you said mentioned Debo we've seen that success so as like the league starts to kind of get more into well always been a copycat league but getting more into probably let's try to find these weapons these Debo guys these Eckler yeah. guys uh gosh I was even tweeting about was it Isaiah McKenzie like for the Bills like was like he pulling out some stuff like you know running running yeah. from the backfield um you know are we gonna keep seeing these kind of guys but um 
you know, Troy, for for me, Kyler, I was touting as like he's elite. But, you know, based on your tweet, is, is he at that elite level still in your mind uh, from a dynasty perspective? Dynasty perspective, yeah. He's only 24 years old, y'all. Because that's the thing. I know dynasty players. We love our age. Look, 24 <laughs> years old, mobile quarterback. And the problem is, is that this year and last year, it's he keeps he's getting hurt unfortunately right so it's like he starts off the year looking like the best quarterback in the league just explosive you know running rushing for touchdowns throwing touchdowns you couldn't stop him he gets hurt and then you know he unfortunately wasn't as consistent and then obviously in the playoff game he looked absolutely horrible like there's no one no one could defend that performance right but i think again the thing about just fancy players in general not just dynasty players very reactionary right overreacting yeah. sell 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 even if a player does well sell 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 you know always so selling like, always Cup, selling sell. nobody buying so i think <laughs> so i think the problem is so fair for kyler i'm not worried at all i think he's still top five at least like top five top six but yeah i'm not worried about him whatsoever yeah, like that, because uh, I, I feel better about that, too, because that's that's the way I don't change my rankings that often. We're like updating rankings right now to droppables. I'm like the last one because I'm like, I don't know. I want to take it you know, to the end of the season, see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but LQ, I, I don't know if that was just uh, that Cooper Cup was just a shot at, at Cooper Cup you know, uh, uh, deniers in general or, or me personally, because I know I wrote an article midway through the season <laughs> saying that maybe you should trade away Cooper Cup and I tagged you and they're like, hey, what you think? Everybody's saying <laughs> no, that right wasn't now. A shot. <laughs> I promise it wasn't a shot. It was shots. <laughs> well, I mean, I get oh, it. You know, it's, it, it's of course, sell for the highest, you know, at the highest values you can, what but at the same time. What can you get in return like, that will actually – satisfy you like let's think about it wide receivers are kind of deep if you think about all the it. first all the first but i'm just like i don't know what you can give or get in return so it's like you'd have to put them in a package right because like selling them just if you sell them standalone unless like again like and you have to be a rebuilding team right if i'm again like like yes. tommy said if i'm getting some furs for him picks for him i'm selling them all the way but I think if you're not including them in a package or you're not selling them for like a bunch of picks, you might as well hold them and just enjoy the production, right? He might be right. one of those players that just dies on my bench because it's hard to get that value back from somebody. Like we might not see eye to eye, like, you know, in terms of his value. Right. So yeah, that's yeah. where you're sending back a bunch of trade offers back and forth just yeah. to make something work. And then you're just like, yeah, maybe you're be going back and forth for like eight hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, you were right. days. Yeah. And, and there's like one or two guys, maybe I'll do that with, but that's that's it. It's just those one or two guys. Yeah. Everyone Ooh. else, like, like it's just not gonna happen. It's too expensive. Um, but yeah, re reactionary people on Twitter, Dynasty uh reactions, it's so fun. And now it's the off season and it's like it's already started, and that's the best thing about it. Like the football season's still going, playoffs still going. But the hot takes are already starting. The off season's <laughs> already starting, and it's peak. <laughs> it's uh, <fun> <laughs> so here for it. I mean, I am, and I'm not at the same time. You know, like well, yeah. we, we got pace ourselves. It's like look, y'all, it's a long off season. Like y'all, I just keep saying, even if I don't follow somebody, it shows up on my timeline somehow. Like good lord, <laughs> <laughs> I can't escape it. <laughs> yeah, mute. I thought I, I thought I stopped following, man. Nah, because people people retweet mute, and I'm like, and I see it, and like you know the little link, like, God dang it, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's hot take season. A hot yeah. take season, you know. So speaking of uh, speaking of hot takes, Doctor Kevin J Murray, what's up with the 
bring in the fire here. Let me just throw that below. Uh, but, you know, speaking of the hot takes in the end of the 2021 season, uh, you know, that's why you guys are here is really to just recap the season, talk some shop. Uh, I guess just kind of take it like a couple minutes overall. Just what was your impression of the season? LQ, let's start with you. I know there's a lot of parody. There's a lot of things that were just nuts and crazy. Uh, how was your fantasy season just overall? I had a couple weeks where you know, I kind of died out probably like midway just doing with injuries and COVID and, you know, dealing with guys like Chris Carson going out and then going into the season, missing guys like Gus Edwards, missing guys like Cam Akers, Shake it out. The list goes on, you know, going into the season and dealing with it. So, you know, a couple of those leagues that died out, but the leagues that I kind of were holding on, I was happy to get that depth. I was happy to hit the waiver wire as hard as I did, you know, just all my fab goes to Deontay Foreman because I need him. You know, I lost Derrick Henry. I lost Chris Carson in this league. So it's like I need these guys to be able to show up and show out. So yeah. my overall take of the entire season was just like, man, can we get past this? And can we just start 2022 like healthy, right. no COVID? Like, can we be good? You know what I mean? But I did enjoy it with the extra game. Like some records were broken and, you know, some of the games, you know, for the championship, you know, people put up huge points you know that's always good to see but this year my lesson was just basically go depth handcuff to handcuff and handcuff to handcuff that's basically what we have to do <laughs> my handcuffs got a handcuff yeah. <laughs> yeah and and with the added game you know will will that change anything for you when evaluating players looking into next season when doing any sort of projections or uh even just get into arguments can you see that coming out like oh well there was an extra game of course you had that kind yeah. of yeah i mean to be honest i was worried about the running backs like basically dying out even though we had injuries i was worried about them being paced they kind of like pulled back on production some of these guys were just full sending it, you know, like week 13 all the way up. That's where I was like, are we going to see some of these guys get pulled back a little bit? Like, are they getting burnt out just so, you know, the extra game they could be, you know, okay for the playoffs if they're a contender. But I feel as though the extra game didn't really make a difference for much people. So it was just kind of yeah. like full send. Yeah, and it was good to see, like, actually week 17 be a game, you know, even though it's yeah. just the number 17, but actually be a game that mattered. And, like, there's actually some good football. And I felt like even week 18, there was still, like, people weren't taking plays off we're taking games off like i didn't see that yeah. all happen this year mm -hmm. so troy how about for you was a good fantasy season i mean you started some new projects this year some new uh <laughs> you know new opportunities but just overall how was your fantasy year i feel like my fantasy year was solid i'm be echoing a lot of things that you guys said like one thing i feel it was defined by COVID and injuries and obviously running back injuries specifically was just ravaged but the problem is is that like there's also, and I think the problem is, and I, and I, and I think we try to do the best we can, right? And then that's why I don't like the term like injury prone because players that normally don't get hurt got hurt. Like we saw Derrick Henry, he yeah. got hurt. Robert Woods out for the season. You saw Lamar, he he hadn't missed a game for injury, and then he missed a whole bunch of games. So the problem is like we just have no idea. So it's like. You go into a season and you just got to get the guys that you like and you believe in, right? You just got to get the guys you think are going to put up the, you know, the best fantasy season because we can't predict who's going to get hurt because anybody's going to get hurt. It's football. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that we need to, you know, think about more. But I think depth It's like, oh, can you get what I'm saying? Like depth, 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 like for every, almost every position. Right. Yeah, you know, I feel like I, I'm not going to take too many shots like on the late rounds for 
rookie like wide receivers like i took a lot of shots on josh palmer dami brown and guys like that and van jefferson of course but i feel like you know guys that are in like year one year two it's like a huge question mark so i might avoid that and just get the depth at running back or you know other positions that i need especially for a redraft league right yeah exactly that's the only thing i'm probably going to be changing I mean, yeah, I I a thousand percent agree with all that, but I feel like overall, like I feel it was solid, but I think it's a war of attrition, right? Not just for fantasy and the players, but like mentally, because it's exhausting, like going up because we had players ruling, being ruled out like an hour before, like, oh, he got COVID and like, what? Like, again, like, I feel like I should have made a bunch of championships, but like, in the semis, Travis Kelsey got COVID and then he didn't get cleared. And then remember, it was like the Saturday is like, oh, he should be cleared. And Sunday, oh, he was never clear. And I lost yeah. my matchup. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like things right. like that is just completely lot, unpredictable yeah, and frustrating. Yeah. yeah, at the last <laughs> minute, too, I'm doing rankings uh, this year was insane. I'm literally like at the last hour <laughs> on my phone somewhere, just okay, getting the updates, like just kicking people off. <laughs> oh, a bunch of O's all of a sudden or C's yep, for yeah. COVID. Like, it, it was insane. And yeah, like I think I wrote about it too this year. Like, even if he just made it to the finals, like this year, that's an accomplishment. Absolutely. It's, it's oh insane. For real. You know, because of if, if you either got lucky and somehow had a team that didn't get hurt, or you just work trades and waivers like crazy and just happened to make it or it was super yeah. deep. And, and you know, thinking back to uh, to the last year and then, of course, like the draft, like I think about my Scott Fishbowl, I think about my home league. Like I was so in on Darren Waller early, like got to get him early, That's especially a tra- tight end premium league, got to go early. And then my home league, like, it's, it's half the league's Raider fans. So like I have to go early because they're all going to pick them, you know, and I'm, like now I'm like, I'm never doing that again, like never. So is there is there one strategy you guys oh. – tried this year because you're in so many leagues oh. that you're never again uh, i got yo Tommy, you speaking my language right <laughs> because every single year up until this year i was a late round tight end guy and then this year i'm like you know what i'm going to i want a travis kelsey i want a darren wall because the problem is with late round tight ends if they don't hit you just get scrubbed and you just gotta find the best scrub yeah. out there but i'm like no nah, i'm gonna do Stream different it. So yep. I took so much Darren Walla. And I'm like, again, not in fall, but I'm like, yo, Darren, I'm looking at those practice reports every day. Come on, Darren. It's the week. Come on, Darren. I need you. You know, kind of thing. But yeah, so I'm never doing that again. Like, nah, I'm cool. I'll I'll distribute, especially if it's if it's tight end premium, then maybe I might go maybe maybe, maybe I might go like not, not super early, yep. but I'll try to get like the best of the mid-tier. Cause if I don't get like if you don't get Kelsey Waller, you know Pitts or Kelsey or Kittle, just wait, wait as long just as wait. possible. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then even then, like my other option, if not Waller, was to wait, and I was like, oh, wait for Logan Thomas. Wait for then, yeah. It's, again, pre- unpredictable. And 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 it was Dalton Schultz and Go Dirt the whole time. Like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right? Like what the hell? <laughs> what about you, LQ? Anything that you, it's one and done, never again. Oh, man, I, I put too much faith in like workhorses like this year. I tried to switch it up in my home league. Like it's what my homies. We all went to high school with a middle school, et cetera. So we grew up together. So I had the one on one. I took CMC and I didn't take another running back until probably like the fourth fifth round. And that really screwed me, you know, because I was just like, I have no running back. Death. I have all the yeah. wide receivers in the world. So try to make trades. But it's like. My homely guys, they're a bunch of scumbags, to be honest. I hope they're watching this. Because <laughs> I'm the commissioner. They hate the commissioner. So it's like, all right, oh. you just watch my team suffer. 
Me too. Me too. That's why I quit this year. I'm like, I'm done. 11 years of commissioner. I'm done. No more. You guys can have it. I want to do a re-election, but they are so against it. Like, look, man, you got the man cave, man. You set it all up. It's all nice. Like, they give me praise in that. But then when it comes to the league, like, the season, oh, yeah, fuck LQ. No love. <laughs> no love. We want no to love. use your space, but we're not going to yeah, help yeah, you We all. love the food, the beer. Yeah, man, you set yeah. it up real nice. Yeah, Thank I get you. I get guys that just instant reject. They don't even look at it. Just like fuck it, I'm not rejecting. <laughs> no, no, everyone's against me and my home league too. <laughs> you right for you again and now, uh, things on Yahoo. Like I saw yeah, the article. I'm not gonna trade with fuck, you. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. You can't get away from it. Nah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever told us get in the industry and can never play with your. Home <laughs> it's true. It's fuck, so bro. true. Oh my God. They, they watch my videos now and then use it against me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's yeah, I think I made a TikTok about that, like just like secretly watching my content too. Right? Like, they don't tell me they watch it, but I know you're watching it. Why you pick that guy up? There's no yeah, way you right? pick that guy up because I talked about it today. Oh my god, that's so funny though, because you talk about uh, you know it's. I feel like your strategy is kind of like the the improv improvised zero running back strategy yeah. and like the quote hero strategy, hero running back strategy yeah. where you get one good running back and then that load up on too. Yeah, I, I did yeah. that in like a couple leagues. I did it probably like three leagues where. You know, I got burnt with Derrick Henry um, and CMC, basically, you know, when they went down. Derrick Henry was, like, week eight, though. Like, I was good. Like, I was straight. But then yeah. the games he missed, it kind of just was like, oh, I have Alex Collins and Devin Booker, you know, in my lineup right now. <laughs> it's like, so it's like, God damn, Devontae Booker in my lineup and Alex Collins, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, I, I was in one league, uh, one uh, charity league with Jeff Bell, uh, that you guys know for whom bell tolls uh mm -hmm. on twitter and and i was kind of clowning him for like his zero running back strategy because i was like bro you're gonna start like jeff wilson and like I hate zero someone RB, else you know like ty johnson week one and he made it to the finals and i was mm -hmm. like he's laughing at me you know like well yeah shit, you're right so it's like it's so hard because you even if you go that hero running back route get cmc a guy that's supposed to be solid a guy that's now getting faded by some people because he was hurt this year who's supposed to be the elite running back and and he gets hurt and now you're left with yeah a bunch of fantastic receivers but now you know now where you left with a running back and that's the hard part and so you know when you, you have the top 10 guys top 12 running backs all hurt besides jonathan taylor you know i guess like so is it the Jonathan Taylor strategy? Just draft him and then receivers only. But like, you know, like, what do you do? Like, I always try to look back on last year and think about next year. And and honestly, I don't know what to do yet. Yeah. I like how you called it the running back here. I'm never doing that strategy ever again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. It screwed me for real. <laughs> well, we have guys on our on a droppable team that just tout zero running back all day long. And and I'm a heavy, robust running back type guy traditionally. Too, Love yeah. build on running backs, you know, and and probably it's coming from my redraft days, but after this year, it's it's gosh, it's whoever's gonna get you points, right? And most of the time, <laughs> especially this year's, it's receivers. Are you gonna be on the field? Are you gonna be there? Right? <laughs> Are you just you showing up there? for work? Are you healthy? Yeah. Are you gonna stay? Are you gonna not like You're run gonna be off healthy. the field, like, take you... off your your pads and your jersey <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, like peace yeah, out and just leave? But, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I hope nobody was like in anyone's DMs. Like, you told me to start Antonio Brown. Oh, sorry. No one did this sorry. to me, but I bet somebody was like, you told me to start Antonio Brown. Sorry, I didn't know you were going to leave midway through the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to predict that. Sorry. Honestly, I, I hate 
like I, I Antonio burned me as a Raider, so like I, I don't even include him in rankings anymore. Uh, I'll just take the hit on that because I'm not going <laughs> to put him there. But people are like, "Hey, you you have to. He's killing it. You got to put Antonio in." I'm like, "All right." And I think that was the first week I included him in the rankings, <laughs> and the dude quit. It's your fault. The game. My it. fault. Yeah, because I believed it up for one game. It was all your fault. Yeah. I needed him. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, I God. I called the Uber for him too. That picked him up. In the game. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, here you go." Sorry, oh my it's my fault. Just blame me. Uh, so speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of AB and, and uh, just you know misses, uh, let, let's get to a couple of hits and misses from this year. Uh, uh, Troy, let's start with you. Who uh, who would you say was your biggest hit this year? Let's let's start with celebrating our hits because who cares about oh. misses? Oh, Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette. So I say that. I look, I, I only there's only so many things I victory lap, but I was very happy with this one because I remember. In the offseason last year, he was going late, like 10th, 11th round. And yeah, Ronald yeah. Jones was going Ooh, sometimes like three rounds ahead. And I kept – I never drafted Ronald Jones. I kept drafting Leonard Fournette. I remember I had a tweet out. I'm like, why is – because it's like no one watched like the postseason. Like no one saw playoff Lenny. No one saw Super Bowl Lenny. I'm like, y'all, like why y'all so confident that Ronald Jones is going to all of a sudden just beat RB1? Like Lenny's RB1. So I'm like, all right. So I remember – because I only had like 11 best ball leagues. I had them in like 60%. People were like, you're not supposed to have one player in that main league. I'm like, well, okay, look, hey. I'm like, when it, when's the value? Like, I don't care. I'm like, yo, he's watch going me. for free. Exactly. Watch me. <laughs> yeah, free. And then he was just, again, he's been like an RB1. And I'm like, and I was doing wrong. I was nervous because they were so pass heavy. Like, maybe not get the opportunities. And at the goal line, he's going to throw a fade, to, you know, uh, Mike Evans. But nah, like they gave him the opportunities and he produced catching it running he just looked phenomenal obviously he's banged up now but that's by far my biggest hit no that's that's a fantastic one it's yeah it's like people uh you know for a lot of people football is done at week 17 uh you know and that's <laughs> it doesn't matter what happens past yeah. it but yeah you should watch football because the playoffs <laughs> were phenomenal last yeah. year yeah. and that's what we always laugh like did you, did you actually watch football or are you just or like you don't take that into consideration for the next fantasy season. I think that's the problem. Like you watched it, yeah. but for some reason like you pretend it didn't exist. Like, okay, Ronald Jones again. Like, no, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything <laughs> in the playoffs. Why are y'all just putting him like three rounds ahead? Like, like I don't Hayton. understand. Yeah. Because oh, he's younger. That's what it is. Because he's younger. Yes. That's yes. why. Yeah. But like for him to and then for him to finish as the PPR RB6 this year, like it's phenomenal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so I didn't expect good. that, but I was very, very happy. <laughs> so my I, teams were happy. Who expected anything? I mean, the fact that Tom Brady was overall the uh, the quarterback one at one point, you know, for a couple of weeks this year. Like, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. expect that, you know, and him just yeah. finishing like top five. Like, I think I had it in my projections, but I was like shocked at my own projections. Like, this can't be right. Like, Tom Brady's going to be like quarterback fours and. Sure enough, there he was. But you, you, this year was nuts, and so. Um, but let's keep it going. LQ, uh, what was your biggest hit this year? Oh, Joe Mixon, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I just really, I feel as though Joe Mixon had the best situation he's ever had in his career, and it was obvious. As soon as they took Chase, it was like, all right, they're banking on this aggressive ass offense, and Joe Mixon. Yeah has nobody really behind him to take those targets out of the backfield for PPR purposes. And I feel as though Joe Mixon, when healthy, when used, you know, as a full workhorse, and it's been said that Zach Taylor was like, oh, he's not going to lead the field. And usually when coaches say that, it sounds like coach talk, but you have a talent like Joe Mixon, you're going to use Joe Mixon. That's one of those things. So that was definitely my biggest hit because I felt like everybody was against him for God knows reasons why. <laughs> 
every year. It, it's 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 honestly like it's what we talked about earlier. I think part of it's the injury tat, you know, like he's injury prone and that happens a lot. But he managed yeah. to stay healthy this year. But you know, I, I I know guys on Twitter that that fight you know for Joe Mixon every single year, and <laughs> and he's a great talent. And and you're right, LQ. He just needed the opportunity for the offense to switch a little bit and take some pressure off the run game. And, you know, looking back, I feel like since he, uh, and, and pre Zach Taylor days, but, you know, was so reliant on like Tyler Eifert and like, you know, kind of playing in the box. And, and so people yeah. were able to stack the box a little bit more for the, against the run game. And now you open it up with Jamar chase and, you know, perfect. It was really T. Higgins and, you know, basically yeah, Chase. Yeah. Those two really is what opened that up for Joe Mixon to have a field day. You know what I mean? And we already knew he had a nose for the end zone as well. So I figured, you know, maybe he'll live on the touchdowns or, you know, maybe he'll live off, you know, four to five targets a game or whatever the case may be. But, hey, man, he, he, he performed very well for my teams. I, I think I almost had max shares of him. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's – and, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you could probably uh, have acquired shares for him pretty decently last year too. Um, yeah, everyone just fades Joe Mixon every year, and and I'm wondering if it's going to happen again this year. I'm, I'm sure it will. Uh, We're going to push his ADP up. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to live yeah. off of it. Then they're like, oh, well, I took him in the first round, and now he's an RB two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's so funny. But I think my uh, biggest hit this year, uh, I, I, I'm gonna say this year, but like I'm gonna just call it for this year for Hunter Renfro, like just because I've been like well, I've had the max share more version of Cooper Cup from the beginning, you know. And and I remember uh, like three years ago, I think I had like yeah, like the most shares of all my dynasty leagues, like 16 shares of Hunter Renfro, and people were laughing at me at that time. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I love the kid. And, and he balled out this year, so it definitely finally paid off. Uh, and then Amon Ross St. Brown, I'm definitely going to victory lap the hell out of that one. Oh, yeah. I remember you were all on Amon Ross. Yeah, man. I've been all on that kid since since high school and college, and uh, it's just great to see him finally – well, not finally, but great to see him finally gain some love and, and, and break out this year. Um, I, I think uh, his future is certainly bright, and I hope, yeah, they keep building things uh, in, in Detroit, especially with DeAndre Swift coming back. Um, Let's go to let's go to Mrs. LQ. Let's start with Mrs. with you. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'll say my biggest miss. I have to say Marquise Brown. I mean, I thought he was gonna be like Dookie. I thought he was gonna be trash. You know what I mean? But he actually was, was okay. Not bad. But, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I used to call him Tavon Austin. I don't think I can call him Tavon Austin anymore. You know what I mean? Like he's a speedster yeah. that can he can play. He's pretty good. You know what I mean? Like. I, I literally had him like, you know, outside the top 40, outside maybe to 50 because I just didn't really believe in him. Like, yeah, he'll okay. get 100 targets, but he's not going to do anything with it. He's just going to be there. But you know what? You got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you there too, especially because we used to call him San Bernardino Brown because uh, he wasn't Hollywood anymore uh, <laughs> after two, uh, two years one. ago. Yeah, so I think he's getting Hollywood back. I, I think we can give him his yeah. Hollywood nickname back. He, I think he he's definitely it. earned it, um, it was, especially doing as well as he did without you know Lamar there the whole time. Um, yeah. You got to give the kid credit; he's definitely balling out. Um, how about you, Troy? What's your biggest miss for this year? So I was, it was two part questions, two, two part answers. Sorry. So first, I'm gonna say. I was one of the people that I kept getting, like, when you're, like, stuck between two guys, like, wrong. Like, for example, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I kept going with Robert Woods. When it came to Debo Samuel, I you. I went, I you. They came to Chase and, like, 
T. See, Higgins or Tyler Boyd. I'm like Tyler Boyd. Let me Tyler, Tyler Boyd or I, I'm like Tyler Boyd is the cheapest one. Let me go get him. Wrong, you know. Better so, value. Exactly, better value. So wrong on all of those in terms of like, all right, I just passed them up because I got. But besides Robert Woods, like Robert Woods is going early. I'm like he's going, eat. and obviously he got hurt, but still he was Cooper Cup ridiculous. But my biggest miss, Miles Gaskin. Miles oh. Gaskin. So for me, it's not just because I'm a Dolphins homer. It's because the Dolphins chose not to draft a running back, and it didn't bring yeah. any big name free agents. So to me, and obviously last year, no one expected him to ball out. So I'm like, insane coaching staff and all that. I'm like, all right, he got this. And then there were some games where it was really good. Remember, there's that one time he'd be like, suck, good, suck, good. And then what and when Malcolm Brown was healthy. There'd be sometimes like he was the RB1. Freaking Duke Johnson was the RB1. He was off the street. He took your job, bro. He took your job off the street. You've been in this system for three years. He's been in this system for three years. Remember, as a rookie, he was awful. They just brought him Duke Johnson. He was on the on the streets, put him on the practice squad. He comes in, takes your job. That, that's all I need to know, bro. I mean, come on, Gaskin. Like, obviously. If you have d- shares of Dynasty, uh, he, he dust. I'm sorry. Gaskin is dust, and it's sad. <laughs> Him and Mike Davis can chill on the same couch. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're both, they both super dusty. <laughs> and, and I feel like LQ was in on that early on. I, I feel like I remember seeing a video uh, about Miles Gaskin being dust. Is that Did you put one out last year? Yeah, he was part of my dust and about to be washed. That's overpriced right. fifth round running back. And I chose, you I know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Mike Evans. All those oh, other guys that I would take over of Mike Davis, Miles Gaskins, and et cetera. So disgusting. I secretly hated you for that video, but <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> I, know, I, love, I, I, know, I know Tommy, he's like, Miles Gaskin got two. We had a whole conversation about him. Martin Cold every other week was so toxic. I was like, yo, you got to get this guy out of fantasy. He's playing with my emotions, bro. Every week. And because and also he's not a good goal line back. Like he could no. not run short yardage. I'm sorry. Like he's a great, you know, receiver out of the backfield, but he's not a good short yardage runner. Uh, it was the okay. Bucks game where I was like, he can actually get something going. Ten targets, ten catches. I was like, yes. yo, if they keep that going, yes. it's a dub for it. No, oh my gosh, <laughs> no, no. And I'm like, what? What happened? Because like those good games, you would think, okay, cool, let's keep we riding know how to that. Use it. We're getting momentum. right. Those ten targets, let's give him the. Let's not put him in the goal line. Let's do these other things that use him correctly. And again, I'm a huge Miles Gaskin fan. Back from Washington, did a whole long thread. I sent to Troy. I was like, yep, dude, I, I love this. <laughs> I saw him play live. I think this kid's legit. He just needs the opportunity. And it, yeah, all the stars lined up, and then it was like, what the hell? Like, why? Why is he not getting it the next week? And so I'm wondering, like, is he messing up in practice? Is he doing something off the field that we're not seeing? Like, what's going on? There? He would mess up a lot in the games. Like, he'd have like bad drops yeah. or like bad blocks, and then like they pull him, and Simon Ackman would you know get carries, and even right. like, Philip Lindsay was out carrying again. Guys, you just brought in, and you're like, okay, like. That's more like when I saw that on like the writings on the wall, like Gaskin, yeah. we had a good run, bro, but it's over. <laughs> I can't invest in you. Just pour it out, pour it yeah. out for a boy, Gaskin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's a tough one. I, that hurts me too, as much as it hurts you. Um, my my biggest hit uh, miss this year. Um, my biggest miss I'm willing to talk about uh, is is Austin Eckler, and it's only because like. <laughs> 
I, I put out a tweet that was, I think it was like in September, it was like, who's one guy that you know is probably good that you just probably have no shares of? And for me, it was Austin Eckler. And it was just like, no one, someone I never tried to get, someone I never tried to draft. So I was never putting that much faith in. And it's just like he continuously, again, again and again, proves me wrong. Uh, proves me wrong. No one else, because everyone else believes in him but me for some reason. Maybe <laughs> because I'm a Raiders fan and I'm like hating on the Chargers. I don't know. But that that's it for me just because not having full faith in austin eckler and he's showing it like the guy's fantastic the league's moving towards that that style of play where where his game is going to thrive and and again that's where i was hoping it would work out for miles gaskin being a good pass catcher uh but yeah austin eckler i just uh, should have had more faith uh ended up picking him up in one spot and, and it was fantastic so that was awesome but that's that's the like i said the only miss i'm willing to talk about because we don't talk about misses because <laughs> they don't exist <laughs> um so with that let's get to a couple uh just fantasy season awards um you know not, not your typical like you know offensive player of the year that kind of stuff but um but overall and i guess this one's typical who, who's your fantasy mvp uh troy let's start with you this was a hard one between two players should be obvious like jt cooper cup i gotta go cooper cup because you know he broke he broke so many records and he was just at least, like for Jonathan Taylor, it's like you expected to have a good season. Like no one expected Cup to come anywhere close to what he did. He's the numbers speak for itself. Cup again, and again, because he's if anyone knew he was doing what he was going to do, he would maybe have been one hundred and one. You know what I right. mean? So <laughs> right. I say Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like LQ. I feel like this is an easy answer for you. Yeah, Cooper Cup. It has to be triple crown. I feel as though, you know, with Matthew Stafford coming in, it definitely elevated, you know, everything. His ADP honestly should have shot up, but it didn't. You know what I mean? But going to go out there. <laughs> well, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For him to perform the way he performed was like next level, man. That was just everything we knew Cooper Cup can do, like the yak yards and the insane catches and just being reliable as a receiver. So he definitely gets the MVP crown. So Jonathan Taylor's right there, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree with both of those takes. That that's it for me is is Cooper Cup and JT. But I think when you look, especially when you look at the ADP, I mean, to far out uh, outperform uh, his draft capital was phenomenal. Uh, but I do have to ask, you know, do you think uh, his year was partly as great as it was because Robert Woods wasn't there? No, he was balling with Robert. <laughs> Robert Woods. I was, I was thinking to myself, yo, because remember the whole he went to dinner with you know, like yo, you need to go to dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner with Robert then, Woods, man, because you, you when, forgot about him early in the season. When Cooper Cup locks in, like I know you guys remember when Cooper Cup was living with Jared Goff at one point. Yeah, he yes. finished wide receiver five that year and went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it's like when he locks in with that quarterback, yeah, it goes down. Yeah, I love how fast you guys both answered that question, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, and, and you know, think about talk about the quarterback LQ. Uh, so, you know, for Matthew Stafford, you know, it definitely looked like a resurgence of his career. Um, or or is it really like it was just that's how bad it was in Detroit? You know, like what's your take on um, Stafford now looking forward? Um, moving forward, I think we have another two years with him. Um, I think it really was that bad, but more so the culture, the winning culture over there. It wasn't even more so of just him. You know what I mean? I think he was kind of like burnt out. Like you're not giving me anything I need. Like you have Kenny Galladay injured. You know, Marvin Jones is doing his thing, but <laughs> – He's just not enough. He's not going to take us to the next level. So it's like, how many seasons do you want to go to keep losing? You know what I mean? I think it was kind of like the writing was on the wall. Like, I I feel like when Golden Tate got traded to the Eagles, I think that was just like dumb. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah. 
you're taking away weapons from him when he's trying to win. But, you know, it is what it is. But moving forward for Matthew Stafford, I think he has a Super Bowl this year. I think, you know, maybe next year we can make a run for it if we bring Odell Beckham back, Robert Woods healthy, Cooper Cup. Who's stopping that with Cam Akers behind there too? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm still uh, waiting for Jacob Harris to have a breakout season. That that yeah. tight end, that's like third on the depth chart. I know, shh, quiet, quiet. Hey, don't worry. Not that many people watch this show, so we could talk about stuff like that. You're fine. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so funny. Um, so uh, next one on my list is is breakout player for this year. You know, and this could be similar to the MVP in a way, but just someone that kind of like. <laughs> broke out for you in, in any fashion it doesn't even have to be he finished at super high just someone that like oh man this guy had a fantastic season that was not expected in. i'll i'll go a kind of maybe a different route because he didn't break out all year but devin singletary devin singletary that. what he what yeah. he's done the past like couple weeks is unbelievable he was literally like nobody he was like a pariah if you had him in dynasty <laughs> you couldn't give him away for like a, a third like people didn't want to give you a third for him he was that much of dust and then yep. again zach moss they draft zach moss and they're like oh they're definitely draft. but then like they finally remembered they had a running back and actually utilized him and he looked good in that role he looked like he did his rookie year so i'm hoping that going into next season they're going to continue to use him and he's going to be solid because he's looked good in that role and we'll see how he does the rest of these playoffs. But I think it's going to be really huge for them just relying on him to be the RB one going forward. Yeah. And I hope they give him that chance. He's another guy. Like, I feel like he's on the, the better side of the story of like miles Gaskin, like someone yeah. that <laughs> kind of unheralded wasn't getting a lot of love, a little bit of a smaller guy too. And just give him the opportunity. Let this guy is a good running back. Let him run and. Yeah, I, I, that's a, that's a great one, um, especially at the end of the season. And I hope, especially for my dynasty shares of him, that he continues it into next season. Uh, what about you, LQ, for uh, breakout player? He took my guy. I was going to say that was, yeah, that was yeah. finished top twenty. He finished top twenty at twenty. I was just like amazed at the back end of the season, them finally trusting him. You know what I mean? Because like we said back when he was splitting on Frank Gore, we were just like, oh, Singletary oh, yeah. season. We're showing McCoy's out of the way, like full send, and then you know things got messed up, but. Hopefully they can go into next season trusting him and give him some touches, man. Like for him to get 22 touches that one game, that was a career high. I'm like, yo, he needs this. This is what he needs to get going. He needs opportunity. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like they get a good running game. That's the longevity they put in Josh Allen for less of him running and flipping and destroying his body. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Even if – um well, there's no way to like split it the right way, but like, and still give him enough touches because it's like so. It's always funny that argument that comes out like, oh, he's a volume running back or he needs a lot of touches. Like every running back needs a lot of touches. Every running back needs to get the ball. You know, you mm -hmm. not like very very few running backs are gonna get the ball a couple times and just ball out the, every single time they get it. You yeah. know, especially in the NFL, you need to develop with the line, with the feel, and just get your mojo going. Just and need so. You need the reps you can't what do you how are you gonna put points up or production if you don't get the opportunity or the reps to do it so yeah yeah i i hope devin gets his uh his shot i i really like his game um and and yeah especially for josh allen's sake uh just give the guy the ball a little bit more yeah <clears throat> so this one kind of you know in a way i guess it's not really uh, connected to misses but you know when you're when you're thinking about your biggest bust for 2021 uh who, who comes to your mind first troy 
Actually, I'm sorry. No, because you took LQs last time. LQ, you go Fine. first. Fine. Go ahead. He's going to give the LQ. I don't, I don't know if he's going to use mine. Go ahead, LQ. Let's see if he takes mine. I don't think he's going to. So my, my biggest bust, man, I was on the hype train for him. It had to be, you know, Rashad Bateman. I feel like, you know, the hype was there, and then he <clears> goes on IR. We're rooting for him on IR to come out and, you know, just basically just light it up. He had a healthy target share that first game he came back, which was like above 20%. So I'm thinking like, all right, we can get something going, but it kind of just never clicked. It never just was like there. So for a person that was rooting for him that had a ton of shares of Bateman and felt as though like the stars were aligned for him, you know, to take some pressure off of Mark Andrews and, you know, Hollywood Brown, et cetera, et cetera. I felt like he can be that guy because I really wasn't worried about a Sammy Watkins. So I don't know why it didn't shape out. Well, at least uh, that's why we play Dynasty because, you know, there's always next year. And <laughs> I can love Jamie for two years <laughs> and, and then wait for next year for him to produce. But, yeah, it's – it's he's – like you mentioned earlier in the show uh, about your strategy for redraft and going for those rookie guys early, that was another guy that I was like, yeah, like get, get someone young, yeah. get him in. Uh, I think he's going to ball out. Um, and, and yeah, it's it, unfortunately, it was, it was tough to drop him, uh, in my redraft league. Cause I just had such high hopes, but, yeah. but I feel you. I mean, he, he definitely, uh, for all the hype that was around him coming into this year, he definitely didn't produce, uh, like a lot of people were hoping he would. Um, so about Choi, what about you? CEH. CEH, like, so the problem with, and I feel like I'm still holding on to hope because he keeps getting hurt. So he's not playing a full season. So I'm like. But the, the thing that's frustrating about CH, right, is that there was one point in time, like early in the season, where he's actually was top 10 in rushing, like early on in the season. But what was really frustrating to see is that when he was hurt, Daryl Williams was getting targets. Yes. Yeah. And CH never gets targets. And what's crazy that he was known for that at LSU. Like he was an, he's a great receiving yeah. running back. But for some reason, the Chiefs don't utilize him like that. So I think, and I believe in, I just don't ever seeing him being the guy. And he doesn't necessarily need to have like 25 carries a game. Like right. if he could get like at least 15 carries a game, then I think he'll be successful. But obviously he's just getting banged up and sometimes they're just working other back. So he isn't, it's funny. I'm in a startup auction right now. I, I have him at right now at $28. It's a $500 budget. I don't know if anyone is going to, outbid me because people are just done with ceas like people yeah. hate him they think he sucks so and he's so young though so it's like you don't get many like right. young running backs on one of the best offenses in the league like i still have a little bit of hope but he he has to be on the bus column well especially for the right value like you're saying for that auction um out of a 500 500 budget that's not bad to get him for 28 I mean, it's not over. Someone might outbid me, but I don't know because people just are disgusted with them. So maybe no one's going to outbid me. Yeah, no one wants it. It starts like like no one wants them as their RB2. No one. No one. Mm -hmm. RB3, he'd be amazing. I would love him there, but no one wants him as their RB2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could just swap him out. Whatever. Right, take take a chance in the flex spot, yeah. or maybe he comes on. Yeah, I it, to, admittedly, I, I was never super high on CEH. Um, a lot of talent, and and I think the landing spot was fantastic. 
I just it's why is it not clicking, you know, and why and why isn't he getting the targets, you know, and I and I always go back to like practice. Like if you're not putting up in practice, you're not making it happen in practice. You're probably not going to see it in the game as well. So like is yeah. he dropping, you know, is he getting drops in practice or what's going on? But um, it's it's he's a frustrating guy because you drafted him high in rookie drafts. You have, a, you know, a, all the p- potential in the world and it just hasn't really panned out yet. So on a lighter note. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say it's insane. I just yeah, I just wish for him to do great things, but I'm not a fan either. But it is what it is. <clears throat> it is what it is. You know. So so on a lighter note, like um, who who's next up? Who did you see this year that that got you excited? Maybe they didn't fully break out, um, but but who's next up for next year that that you're really going to have your eyes on? Okay, you can go first. Um. I would say Van Jefferson, but I'm not excited for him next year. But I was excited for what he put on tape this year, honestly. So, yeah. In terms of removing, you know, what he can do next year, what he did this year was actually great. You know what I mean? Like he actually developed. Like we saw things that we didn't see out of Josh Reynolds, you know, when he was developing, when he was asked to step up, when Brandon Coach was out. So, I feel as though he definitely put a lot on tape to where he can do the long ball. Like people were scared because we drafted Tutu Atwell so high. He's going to be the guy that's going to run the nine route. Oh, you picked up Deshaun Jackson. Great. We picked up an old guy and a guy that's playing special teams. Van Jefferson (laughs) is the guy. Like, stop. Like, it's so – like, I'm so frustrated with those takes. But it's like Van Jefferson is a guy that, you know, Les Need and Sean McVay got excited about. They compared their excitement to Cooper Cup. So you have a guy that Sean McVay is, like, in love with, with his route running, with his hands and et cetera. Come on, man. Like it, it was just set up for him to be great. And I absolutely just love everything he put on tape this year. Yeah, that fantastic uh, comparison to Josh Reynolds, in, in my opinion, like for the exact same thing. Like we all expected Josh to stand, uh, to to break out, to step up when Cooks was out, and and Van did exactly that. And yeah, yep. it's great, great to see him have that uh, that progress. Um, that what you're talking about, like you know, if 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 he's not that guy because we have Tutu and Deshaun, like just seeing. Like go to practice. That's all I want to tell people. Like go to spring training if you can, or, or or training camp in the summer if you can. Just seeing that guy run routes, just seeing how polished he is, especially compared to Cooper Cup, especially compared to uh, Robert Woods. It's it's already there. Like it's already there for him. So now for him, it's just it's just opportunity, you know. And yeah. and he got it this year when Woods was out. And if by chance Woods doesn't come back or something, then, you know, he could easily start to take over that wide receiver two role for the team. And, and yeah, I think sky's the limit for Van looking forward. I, that, that guy's, he's got talent. It's, it's yeah. going to click for him. Uh, what about you, Troy? Uh, I'll say two part. So Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox. So I like both. Obviously they're tied to Josh Allen, but you've seen them like, when Gabriel Davis gets the opportunity, he is very, very good. He's very talented. And they used him in the red zone a lot. Like he had, I don't know, I, I can't, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but he had a bunch of touchdowns, it was a not a, on a lot of targets. And he and you saw a little bit of that in his rookie year, too. Like he's a red zone threat and he's 6'3. So he's a big target. And also Dawson Knox emerged this year, right? So he's a top tight end. And they Josh. Allen kept looking into him in the red zone, and we know tight end's a very fickle position, but when you find the tight end that's tied to a very high-powered offense, you want them. So to me, those two are definitely people I'm keeping my eyes on in the future. 
Yeah, I love Dawson Knox. Uh, this year, I, it was a great late-round tight end, like we were talking about earlier. Great guy to pick up. He was definitely going to produce. Um, him and Max Williams were like two guys I was really excited about, the tight end position, to have that. Oh, nice. Finally kind of having that breakout. Yeah, poor yeah, Max. Man. <laughs> here for um, my man, Max. <laughs> yeah, man. But and then Gabe Davis, too. I mean, my, God, love that take because uh, my partner, uh, you know, Andropoulos partner, Jax Falcone, at Dino Game Theory, is all in on, has been all in on Gabe yeah. Davis. It's got us in on Gabe Davis. And then we were blaming him for getting us in on Gabe Davis. <laughs> Gabe, you know, everyone get, was, was hating on Gabe, you know, giving him shit. And we we're like, dude, what? Come on, man. Like, you're the one that told us about him, you know? And, yeah. And fair enough, he comes back around because that talent was there the uh the 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 style of play fits the 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 presence that he has he's a big body that it just he needs opportunities he needs the offense to start kind of being formed around him a little bit but yeah yeah, i I love the the future for both those guys especially for dynasty uh but in redraft you know and i I, gosh i'm curious where i don't know dawson's uh adp for redraft i know gabe definitely went undrafted um, so I'm curious to see, you know, where he goes next year, if people are finally going to be on, uh, on to Gabe Davis and drive his ADP up. Um, but while you were talking, Troy, I did look up uh, Gabe Davis's numbers. Um, and it's interesting, like the last two years, he's had the pretty much the exact same targets, uh, 62 uh, last year, 63 this year, uh, and seven touchdowns last year, six touchdowns this year. So the guy's been really consistent. I mean, even his yards are within like 50 of each other from last year to this year. And so, you know, the guy is doing something with the limited amount of targets he has. I think if he brings his catch percentage up to like a little bit, so above 56% where it's at now, then like, you know, those opportunities will just, the limited opportunities will continue to be a little bit better. And then hopefully just gets more involved in the passing game. But yeah, Gabe Davis is, is a fantastic, uh, he was a fantastic prospect and, and someone we've had our eye on. It's UCF? Just, I'm UCF yeah, but he, too, so. Oh, hell yeah. There we go. I got, uh-huh. Oh, love it. Love rocking it. it. <laughs> yeah, I just, again... I had to. I had to go with the fly shirt, the loud shirt for LQ. Man, when I see you in person, we're gonna we're gonna do loud shirts and and take a picture. Oh yeah, of that. do a jersey swap. Yes, <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, that yes, that's happening. I <laughs> okay. oh, love that. <laughs> well, for for jersey swaps uh, coming up, you know, we we got playoffs going on. Uh, but but who, what's your guys' Super Bowl predictions as, as we got the big game coming up in a couple weeks now? Who do you think is gonna be there? Who do you think is gonna win? Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs winner. You don't piss me off, Troy. We almost had it last year. I mean, that'd be cool. It was like the first one. First Super Bowl. That'd be a fun one. Look, man, Rams and Chiefs. Rams take it. Rams and Chiefs. Rams take it. Yeah. I love it. They're not winning this. Yeah. I'm hating, bro. Uh, uh, Supposed to be boys. uh, I I, I got... <laughs> I got Bucks and Bills, um, and I think uh, I think the Bills pull it out. I I, I don't I don't, I don't see people Super Bowl with Brady, bro. That's true. I know, but I don't, I don't see it. anyone stopping those guys, man. Like I, I just think as a team, they're playing so well, and defensively, they're playing well. Uh, but I think the Rams, like I, I was worried for a little bit, you know, like mid season towards the end of the mid season, I was worried. Uh, but now, like the, that defense is coming on high. That's definitely what you need. You know, to make yeah. that push. So, you know, with it, it's going to be fun either way. I mean, the last the teams that are left are all good, um, and and I'm really excited to see uh, see who's there. But I like your guys' predictions. It definitely makes it a little bit more interesting because Brady's not there. But I just 
I don't see how that guy's not in the Super Bowl. Again. I mean, look, he, he could easily win another Super Bowl again. Yeah. I don't need it, though. I don't need to see no, it. I don't need it either, man. <laughs> like, I will not watch if he's in the Super Bowl this year. I don't care. No? I'll, I'm, I'm no. not. I'm, I'm going to watch, but I just. I ain't watching. I'm going to bed. <laughs> here, East Coast dad, I'm going to bed. You're going to sleep early? <laughs> yeah. You, you're not going to be there for the, the commercials, at least? Ah. <sighs> I'll catch him on YouTube in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh dear. Well, that I think that's like that's most of our recap, um, and, and we're here for that. But looking ahead, uh, who and we've kind of talked about it. We talked about some of those breakout players, uh, but but who who are you guys really excited for for twenty twenty two? At any position in any sort of format, redraft dynasty, or even um, rookies coming in. Man. <laughs> It's going to sound crazy when I say this, but Odell Beckham, make him a Ram next year. Make him a Ram, and I'll be excited for him for fantasy for a full season. So let's let's turn it up. Make him a Ram and keep Woods or? Yes. Keep the trio. I mean, that would be crazy. Then what about your boy Van? He's just going to be fourth on the He, he does. Look, Odell's going to be 30. You know, he ain't going to be with us forever. So maybe a one-year, two-year deal. You know, Van will still get his opportunity. All right, all right. What about you, Troy? I want to see Jalen Waddle, man. Like, yeah, after his rookie buddy. season, Jalen Waddle, <laughs> man. He, I don't surprise me. Top ten, top ten next year, wide receiver one, Jalen Waddle. Oh, he's just filthy. Don't get out of here. We're not getting Deshaun. <laughs> it's, it's two a season, man. <laughs> two a season. <laughs> It's oh, yeah. that has like it took a pause and now it's back. It's Deshaun to Miami, like no, nah, but yeah. now it's like no, now people he's just gonna go where Brian Flores goes. That, it yeah, seems like but mm-hmm. we'll, look, they they talked about. I think Tua is definitely gonna be the guy next year. But I hope so. If he suck, if he if he doesn't do well he's next year, he's in. gone. He's gone after yeah. twenty twenty three. If he doesn't, he needs to take a huge step forward. Yeah, like a Derek yeah, Carr step time. forward. <laughs> Yes. For real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I love Waddle. Uh, I think Nick Scripp had a great uh, TikTok the other day uh, for PTW Fantasy uh, about Waddle, how, yeah, just being overshadowed by by Chase um, and, and Justin Jefferson. And, and you know, he, he's a definitely a good buy right now. Um, you definitely, and if you're going to draft him, you know, you definitely get him for cheaper than any of those top guys because it's the talent's all there. The opportunity's all there. Uh, the guy's going to be a wide receiver one easily, if not next year, then I would say the year uh, after that. But uh, yeah, I love Waddle. The the ceiling for that guy is is through the roof, and and I'm excited for his future. So before we close it out today, uh, do you guys have any last free nuggets for our listeners? Uh, something we like to do here on the two on one fantasy sports just drop free nuggets for anyone that's listening and that's words of advice words of wisdom uh advice for next year did i talk oh shit I feel batman on us oh <laughs> can you guys still hear me yeah, we, we can hear you oh wow i do not know what happened yeah uh, no, we, we can hear you about okay. the free we, all we right good. yeah hit the free nuggets i'm gonna figure out what's going on as long as you guys can still hear me podcast is <laughs> yeah. still going uh, no problem I'll say free nuggets. Don't be afraid to go get you guys, man. I don't care if anybody makes fun of you, you know, whatever. Go get you guys. You know, at the end of the day, fans is about having fun. And also, 
Stop letting Twitter and social media stress you out, man. Stop the nonsense <laughs> drama, yo. Because nah, I'm saying, it like, it's, it's not nah, because it's terrible. I'm man. excited. It's, it's, I'm and look, we just got started the off season. People just waste too much energy getting mad at things that Facts. don't matter. So stop doing that. Not, that's my advice. Facts. My nugget is uh, stop drafting Tyler Higby and <laughs> and keep. I'm gonna go against what Troy said. Keep the beef going, man. I'm entertained. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Engagement farming. Engagement farming. Yes. I've seen way too much engagement farming farming on my timeline that talking about it. No, mute. Done. I tried, bro, and it keeps coming everywhere. All my people I like, it's our tweeting about it. Like, come on, guys, y'all killing me. (laughs) But nah, that's my taking it wrong. But it's the off season. We expected this, right? You're right. Ain't nothing else going on. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to keep rolling like this. Uh, apparently, my web browser lost connection to my camera. So it's not even like, I don't Sick. even know what's going on. We're just going to keep rocking it. We're at the end of the show anyway. So it's perfect. But no, those are fantastic free nuggets. I love the engagement farming discussion because I don't know, man. I guess that's what Twitter's about. But at the same time, like, oh, just whatever. But I'm, you know, we're always yeah. there just trying to put out great content, try to keep, you know, keep our minds to the goals, fade the noise, and not worry about that BS. But again, I'm so pumped that you guys were here joining me today. Even though you can't see me right now, I have a huge hmm. smile on my face that I'm so excited that you guys were both here today because you guys are just awesome. What some of my favorite guys in the community love watching you guys' growth and your grind. You guys are kicking butt. Uh, and before we leave, uh, I want to just remind the listeners, uh, yeah, listeners at this point, because no one's watching, uh, where, <laughs> where they can find your content uh, on social media. Uh, man, you guys can find me at Real Deal Fantasy HQ on Instagram, Facebook, Real Deal Fantasy on Twitter and YouTube and fire content only coming every single week from here on. Y'all can find me at pretty much any social media platform at T King Mode. Home base is Twitter. But you can find me pretty much anywhere besides Facebook, T King Mode. Appreciate everybody's support. And that's about it. There's Tommy. I'm back. Hey, Tommy, just to close out the show, man, you back. You back. I'm with back you. with the backup mic uh, or the backup uh, camera. Uh, yeah, man. Th- thanks again for both of you guys for, for joining me. Uh, make sure you catch all of our content at theundroppables.com. Subscribe, rate, review, do the damn thing um, at my, our podcast, our, all of our content, both of these guys' podcasts, all of their content. <clears throat> it's fire. It's fire content only always here at the two-on-one fantasy sports and the undroppables. Thank you both for joining me. And we got a bunch of great guests coming up uh, this offseason lined up for you guys. So stay tuned on Twitter and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.